Welcome to another edition of the Bombastic Podcast. I'm your host, Imani Wilson. Um, welcome back to yet another um, rendition of my madness. I have to say, I got some explaining to do. And it took me a little while to have to think about it just now because I realized I got a laundry list of explain of just explanations I have to give. First of all, I felt very awkward this past Thursday because for the last few weeks, oh my fucking god, my fucking watch just fell off my wrist. No, seriously, like you can't make this kind of shit up. Fucking motherfucker! Literally right here on air. Yep, I'm fixing my silver Casio. Um, I'm used to recording every Thursday, uh, as I've been doing religiously since about January, sometime in January. I want to say the first episode came out, I think January 25th, if I'm not mistaken. So we're already more than a month removed, like probably at least a good hmm, five weeks or so. So I've been used to the podcast coming out every Thursday. This Thursday, I just felt bad because I was like, wait a minute. I've told folks the format changed. I was going to do the whole two-episode format, and I still am. Like, this is episode one of two this week. But let me tell you why I didn't do last week. Several factors. One, I was fucking tired. Like, I think the one thing people don't recognize about what I do, because let me actually explain what it is that I do. Because I think most people probably just wonder, like, yeah, well, we get this. Like, I think a lot of people have ideas here and there. But here's exactly what it is that I do. So... I work independently, my own company. So I do video production, social media management, social media services, all that good shit. I'm not the fucker that's promising you like 100,000 followers, um, all that little like silly shit like that. Or, hey, you know, oh, you click this to get that blue check verified. I'm not that dickhead. I'm just not. Really, really am not that guy. But I am the guy that if you have a business, you have a brand, and you want consistent content posted on a regular and a daily, that's what I do. And you may be asking yourself, well, you sort of kind of do that. Kind of. Yeah, a little bit. But I'm also trying to have like a fucking life in between. So between me doing that for other businesses and then also doing it for myself and my other uh, ventures creatively that I do, it's, you know, gets a little interesting. But that's literally what I do on top of being a director, producer and editor. So that's uh, that's for film and video. So. I tell people all the time, I do everything with fucking music videos because for the most part, it you know, I'm just calling for what it is. If you didn't guess by now, I'm black, so I'll always get the guy that wants to come up in like his full fucking like true religion denim suit or his fucking or his fucking ball main jeans, like yo, like yo, how yo, how how much it is for a music video? I'm like, um already you got me fucked up off of one fucking factor alone. Number one. You immediately think that I fucking want to do music videos. Dude, I don't want to do the music videos where the screen shakes and then you got the animations going and then it's the, you know, we doing this shit on top. Of, I don't I don't want to do all of that shit. If you're going to come to me for a music video, know that you're going to get that shit like always tell people you want to see a music video type that I'll give you. Go look up um, Sweetest Taboo by Sade. You're going to get that 80s style music video where it's practically a fucking short movie. I don't want that shit where it's just you and a bunch of homies in somewhere, y'all chilling somewhere outside. I don't want to do all that bullshit. I don't. So, in short, that's that, that that's what I do. I do production. And with it, um, it had been a long week just working on several projects. And then, you know, got new clients. So, I celebrated a bit. 
And before you know it, one of my business colleagues and I, my cousin, you know, shout out the shout out the Armani. Yeah, I know there's another Armani out there, right? You can't fucking believe it. I'm not making it up. Um, we got fucked up. We got completely fucked up. Like, I mean, it was a lot of Hennessy, a lot of champagne, and just a lot of like constantly thinking, like, dude, like, like, like we were literally like those guys who you would see in the movies who like, who like you typically would see all coked up and shit. And they'd be like, all right, bro. So, I mean, this idea is like fucking revolutionary, bro. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, like, we're gonna, like, you ever know some people who are like fucked up and all that sort of shit? They start wanting to talk about future businesses and shit. So, we were kind of doing a little bit of that. But then by the time it all came down and it crashed, Oh, it was a wrap. I woke up like, it was like damn near like 11, 12 and after, 11 a.m., 12 in the afternoon. I was like, well, fuck. Um, at this point, I haven't even recorded. I can't even get this edit out myself or give it to my editor. And I apologize to my editors. My editor's fucking amazing. Like for the last few weeks, my edit schedule has been fucking insane. And I've been asking the most out of this kid. So I'm like... Uh, I'm grateful for you, Don. I really am. That's a shout out to you. He also does all the edits for all of my like podcast covers and stuff like that. So shout out to Don. And um, yeah, I wasn't able to do that second episode because I was tired and I was fucked up. I was fucked up off the Henny. I was fucked up off the Henny for like a good three days straight. But I'm one of those people that can be fucked up off the Henny but be functional. But don't let me be tired and fucked up off the Henny. Because then it's like, yeah, anything, you know, was, you know, was possible. But then I'm tired, though. And you, you know that feeling. And the thing is, is that, you know, if you do one day of getting right, then the next day come up and somebody's like, yo, I'm just saying, like, you know, oh, oh yeah. Because our biggest thing is this, you know, my cousin and I's philosophy. We don't want to be the guys that are all fucking corny and it's like you're partying up on like a Friday or Saturday. We get it. You just got paid. Obviously, that's what you're going to do. We'll get right on like a Wednesday, a Thursday or something like it. Fuck, maybe even Tuesdays, just random shit. So... That that was the reason why the other episode didn't come up. Plus, for me, I'm constantly exploring format ideas and changes. This week's Thursday episode is going to fuck y'all's heads up. I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just going to let it happen. And hopefully the feedback I get is good. So that should ought to be lit. But we're in the first, like, five or so minutes of the podcast. So let me go ahead and break out my shout-outs real quick. No one's name is on here. This is just me staying on on, on par. Shout-out to the boy Stan, uh, my boy Jinjo. Stan, the motherfucking bop, 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 barbecue boss and shit coming from Memphis. Um, I got to give him props because uh, he definitely, you know, like, I, like, all my friends, man, like, really, like, I love, if I don't say it now, let me just say it. I love my actual fucking friends and and now hear that term my actual friends because the thing is like i notice the people that just rally around me and the shit that i do like 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 there's really something like warming about someone just hitting you up and just going like yo how you doing it's like we're almost in 2020 there's like at least a bunch of different ways you can reach out to me and say how you doing so for the friends like stan who do that shit to you know my whole fucking online crew which which my my tribe some kind of suicide tribe like all of them like i said fucking stan randy fucking hunter tank uh who else is there fucking restless now like dude like we're taking applications dude if you're on fucking psn okay and your fucking friends are boring as fuck because they only play like 2k and call of duty and they only talk about bullshit they seen online come join us 
Because we, because we literally like, like, and shout out to my boy Sterling and shit. He can literally attest to this shit. If you come into one of our parties and it, I'm in there among everybody else, dude. It is like, it is seriously like a fucking party. Like everybody's just in there doing their own thing. The vibe is fucking dope. Like I'm just telling you, like, like you know, folks like that, and they've supported me in ways like I'm just like, dude, like sincerely, like you motherfuckers are great. Like I'll look on my friends list and Instagram list and I have like 500, 600, some more people, whatever the case may be. And I, and I look, and I look at the folks and I'm not going to name any names because that's, that's fucking whack. I don't need to go through that shit. But as someone once said, you can tell the people that support you versus the people that are just watching you or just the people that are just following you. So for the people that actually support me, I, I, I'm indebted to you forever, sincerely, because like I like I know interested is interesting. And when I see folks are interested and they find what I'm doing interesting, that shit just continues to give me more ideas, more momentum, because I have so much shit slated down the line. You have no idea. Like, really, you got no fucking idea. So shout outs to all them fucking people, people, people. Um. So now that I got that off, um, I mean, this is still the section in which I'm speaking about me. Did I fucking mention a couple of weeks ago that I got a full body massage for the first time in my like 28 years of living? I mean, you think about it. If I got a full body massage under the age of, I want to say 18, that'd be a little weird. Like, like, can, can you do that? Like, I'm curious. Can, can I like, and I'm curious, mention this shit and answer this in the comment section. And you know, can a child get a full body massage? Like, I'm just thinking about that. Like, I don't think I've ever heard anybody in their teens be like, oh, yeah, I just came from this spa trip and I just got a full body massage. I don't think you can do that technically as a minor. I don't know. Because then my thing is, if you can't do that as a minor, then is it technically a sexual thing? Because I'm I'm just I'm just curious. Like I'm just thinking about that now. Like I don't know. Like pretty sure motherfuckers who are in sports and should have gotten, you know, from like physical therapy and all that shit, you know. Like I, I get all that shit. Orthopedic orthopedic therapist, all that all that sort of shit. Orthopedist. I get it. I'm just saying like you just chilling and you got a fucking full body massage. Cause I got a full body massage and it was interesting to say the least. Um, it was my first, so I wouldn't be able to rank it. I guess I have to go get others to be able to make the comparisons. But I went in, you know, it was a place, um, you know, probably say it was Asian. I'm not going to assume, like, where they're from. They're like, oh, they were Chinese. They could have been from, I don't know, Vietnam. I mean, they clearly weren't Vietnamese. But still, an Asian um, massage place. No, I did not get a fucking happy ending because that's just not, no. No, no, no. That's not. That's not how it goes down. Um, but I did go in there, and and um, I remember there was like a woman in there, and you know she was gonna do my massage because they give you a choice between a man and a woman. So it was a little Asian woman. So I told myself, oh, I'm hoping she's good at what she does because this woman knows not what the fuck she's about to get into. Dude, I'm a solid like stocky kind of cat for all of what it's worth, but um. I can tell you, like, I'm talking full of knots and all other kinds of, like, just shit going on. So, I'm, like, literally telling myself, like, um, there's a good chance that she's probably going to fucking hurt a hand or something trying to fucking massage me. And, dude, not even two minutes into this hour massage, she's like, what, 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 what did she say? What did she say? She, she, she said some crazy shit. I'm trying to remember. I'm not making fun of an accent. She's like, oh. 
she's like she's like yeah she's like yeah your 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 body's strong so <laughs> that that's how i knew it was bullshit from the get-go because dude i know me i've had you know exes in the past be like oh yeah it's like yo you want to massage me I'm like sure i'd be like god damn it like this is like massaging a brick or something so yeah i get it it's a lot of like my body retains a lot of tension I mean, you know, I fucking try to do yoga, I do Reiki and all that good shit, transcendental meditation to like center myself. But for all of what it was worth, I thought it was funny because she tapped out in like two minutes. Now, mind you, I got a whole hour ready and popping, you know, so I'm like, all right, let's let's get this shit going. So swaps out the lady, brings in the dude. Okay. So now I'm immediately thinking from this episode of Seinfeld where he got a massage from a guy, George Costanza. George Costanza got a massage from a guy, and then he had to go back and tell his boys, like, um, is this kind of weird? He's like, I got a massage, and I felt it move. He was like, you felt it move? He's like, yeah, it, it, it moved. It's like, well, I don't know what that means. And then even then, so for him, he had to go back again to confirm whether he was like, well, whether the man feeling on him was like, oh, okay. I think I actually fucking like this for some fucked up reason. For me, look. As soon as I knew the man was going in, okay, like my mind immediately said, all right, there, you got but so many options here. The woman can't do it, all right? They don't have any other women here on staff today that are able to do it. This man's going to have to do this massage, bro. Like, this is just what it is. So I can be able to tell you face, like face fact, grown ass man, all bullshit masculinity aside, got a full body massage by a man. Got to tell you, um, no weird shit happened. It didn't move. So that's just what it is. I found myself, I was like, okay. And there's certain parts where I'm like, huh, okay. I'm like, yeah, motherfuckers are really digging their elbow into like my back. I'm like, got you. Then you're doing oils. The weird thing is, is that, is that, is that once you start to get to thigh areas and those weird like hot spots, I'm like, bro, come on, bro. Like, like, like I, I'm literally in the back of my mind, like there's a man massaging my thighs right now. And this has taken me this amount of years, this amount of days, this amount of hours to come to this point to be like, all right, you know what? Don't be that guy. This is a professional thing happening. This is again, this isn't a sexual thing. This is this is like for physical well, like this is like wellness. It's for one's own well being. So I got that fucking massage, and like I said, then I got the hot stones. You know, the hot stones. I'm like, listen, God, what the fuck, are hot stones, dude? Like, eh, you know, it's all good. Like, like I said, this little fucking little spot, you know, and I'm just like, okay, cool. Um, don't know if I'm going to do this again. I think I'm going to need like a, like a, like a woman with strong hands. I'm going to need like, like, like a woman from like Argentina or something like, you know, who's always worked with her hands for a long time or like a Nigerian woman who like, you know, cause fucking Nigerian, listen, if you get, you got your hair done by a Nigerian woman before, listen, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I need a woman with firm, strong fucking hands. I may even need like a, like a Macedonian woman from like Europe to just get in that motherfucker and really get it going. Because, I mean, again, I felt like with the guy, he's kind of holding back. So, I'm like, don't hold back, bro. And at the time, he tried to do something with my feet. Dude, I can tell you right now. My fucking, dude, my feet look like some, like, werewolf transformation shit. I'm never going to let my feet ever look like that again for as long as I live. Like, dude, like, like you know what's fucked up? When you can take showers and shit, and even when you get out the shower wet, your feet just look permanently ashy. Like, like I remember, like, when somebody saw that shit, they're like, dude, like, like, oh, did you, did you, like, put, like, powder or something on your feet? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm talking out the shower. I'm My feet are still fucking ashy. It was crazy. 
So, no, got to keep it. Like, I'm all about self-care and wellness. So, podiatry game has to be popping. Like, fellas, if you're looking at your shits right now and they're looking a little extra, eh, don't even hesitate. Don't bullshit yourself. Ladies will appreciate the fact that you put some time in to do it. It's no weird shit. Trust me, dude. Like, you know, people get funny about, um, you know, podiatry and all that shit. Like, oh, well, you know, why are you getting your feet done? Why are you getting your nails done? Bro, listen, I've been doing that shit for years. That's, not, that's nothing fucking new. So, yeah, I just thought that was weird and interesting to share because she's like, oh, you're so strong. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Like, what? Like, what? I'm like, what the fuck does this mean? And then I just see a guy come in. And he's just like, oh, hey. And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm about to have a man fucking try to massage my glutes, bro. So I'm telling you, like, it was, oh, uh, it was interesting. <laughs> it was interesting. Like, again, and I didn't feel like it was like these little bits of toxic masculinity. Would I go there again? Probably not. You know, will, will I let a man massage me again? Again, if I have the option, I'm going to go with the woman. And I'm only going to go with the woman because it's something about a woman's touch and details. As a dude, I could tell he was, like, I could just tell he was trying to get this over with. He's just like, all right, let me go ahead and do everything standard. Let me get the shoulders. Let me go ahead and get the chest. Let me go ahead and get the thighs. Let me do all of that shit. And I'm just like, come on, bro. Like, come on, attention to detail. I feel like the woman, she's going to get in there. She's going to put a certain attention to detail. Ladies, that, they always have that advantage over us. They have fucking killer attention to fucking detail. So I had to drop that shit, man. Like, so dudes, dude, don't let your fucking feet get so crusty that it's ripping up all your socks because true stills. Don't, don't have yourself all wound up like a brick. You wonder why half you motherfuckers are like so angry and so on edge and tense. Go get a massage. Go, 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 go get a fucking, go get a fucking um, pedicure. Go get a manicure. Go, go like treat your motherfucking self. Instead of going to get fucked up at the bar, instead of spending that money on some stupid shit, or like, because it's money you would literally spend either way. So it's not like it's like, like, like it's life changing money just to go get a fucking full body massage or to go get a fucking pedicure. Just fucking do it. I'm just saying it's probably a good idea um as i'm sitting here now i completely fucked my notes up um you know right now as you can tell we're lovely rocking into the month of march and for me this is like that prime time where all the festivals start popping and i'm talking everything from like south by southwest to then my favorite going into tribeca now i'm not going to south by southwest this year uh, just because the way that the timing has uh, lined itself up. But I, I will be going to Tribeca, though, so I'll be schmoozing in the festival, you know, trying to brush elbows and all that, because I naturally presume that by the end of this year, I'm going to have a couple of features that I want to submit to these festivals for 2020. So if you're going to South by Southwest, let me know. If you got an in on South by Southwest, let me know. I'm also got to run this to my cousin because she's like, you know, fucking media magnate and shit. So I got to let her know, like, dude, I got to get in there for fucking South by Southwest. Like, I just do. Plus, I love Austin. I'm going to Austin um, 420 this year again because obviously for those who aren't initiated, Austin, Texas is the only part in Texas where the greenery is legal. And they've got a reggae festival. I know it's fucking amazing. I'm like, dude, I'm going to a 420 centric reggae festival in Texas. That shit just doesn't sound like something that you would normally hear. But I swear to God, this one little fucking part of Texas is like almost like like Brooklyn. Damn there. It's like it's new Brooklyn. It's not get fucked up. It's literally like 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 the new Flatbush. You're just like, holy shit. What the fuck? 
Like you go there, the, there's a fried chicken place that's amazing where you got white folks walking around in pink scullies in the front, but all the black people from like New Orleans in the back chefing it up. It's just a fucking great vibe, man. So, you know, I just look forward to like, you know, the change of the fucking change of the fucking weather as well. Just because, you know, if you're here on the East Coast, by the time this comes out, you know, we got fucking shitted on with even more snow. But I'm the kind of person where I don't bitch about the snow because it's just it's just a factor of life. Like, like pe- people kill me like, oh, God, it's going to snow again. Uh, I'm like, yo, be like. It, like you you live in an area where this shit happens go to fucking like arizona where they don't even have fucking beaches you understand what i'm saying like think about that like i like i made that joke to someone the other day it's like yo dude like yo dude if you want to go to a lovely beach you gotta check this fucking beach just out outside of phoenix arizona they were like huh yeah wow like i didn't even Wow, I don't think I've heard anybody speak about the beaches. Of course not, bitch. It's it's fucking like 112 on average in fucking Phoenix. No, motherfucker, no. But um, you know, if you're in an area where it gets fucking cold, the snow is just another thing. It's not, you know, it's not like something to where you know you gotta really be bugging about it. So I don't give a shit. I just know April is gonna be so much dope shit dropping in fucking April. So I cannot wait for that. Um, I got so many fucking podcasts I'm doing this month. Like I said, I'm doing the two episodes for Bombastic Weekly. Uh, as you know, I still got the Limit Your Fears podcast that I drop just about every week, every other week. Um, then on top of that, I'm featuring on a couple other podcasts as well. Like Wednesday, I'm featuring on a podcast. I'm trying to remember what the fucking name of it is. I'll pull it up before the uh, episode closes. And um, you know, I'm just feeling good. Plus, then you got fucking Game of Thrones coming next month. Then you got this month fucking American God season two is finally fucking coming. Uh, what else is there? Um, so so many, so just so much to look forward to in April. And then of course, brace yourself because this is a switch up. Sports, motherfucking spring season will be back in swing with baseball. I'm looking for disclosure. By the way, small disclaimer, I should say, just a little bit of disclosure. I'm a diehard New York sports fan, so you're only going to hear me talk all things New York sports. If you don't like that, to hear anything about the Yankees, the Knicks, the Giants, the Jets, possibly sometimes the Mets, even the Rangers, where it's a little rough right now, then yeah, just know that that's that's the sort of podcast that you're like you've been getting into because that's where the fuck it is. So I can't wait. Next month, the Jets will be fucking unveiling uh, new uniforms. I can't fucking wait. It's been only the fuck about time they've had the same fucking type of uniform since like the early '90s when I when I start when I first started fucking following with the late '90s, you know. But still. It's been the same fucking uniforms the last 20 years. I feel like almost every other team has gone through at least two or more uniform changes. But the Jets, it's been the same shit. Green and white, decal. Nah, we got to switch it the fuck up. Nike's behind this shit. If you Have you seen Nike sneakers lately? Like, you'll have one part fucking blue, the other part like a leopard print, the other part looks like a fucking construction tape. I'm like, no, this shit needs to be more interesting than that. You're talking about a New York sports team. Fifth most like fifth most valuable franchise in the NFL today. So I'm just saying, like in the top ten franchises, you know. So I'm like, let's switch it the fuck up. So I can't wait to see what the fuck happens. And then speaking of fucking things with sports, uh, free agency is hit, and there's pretty much no real viable pass rushers anymore. You had to think about that because I'm like, who the fuck, like, who are the real big deals? I mean, you got Antonio Brown, 
you know, it's still yet to see what Pittsburgh is going to do with him. I mean, he's got this weird, like, blonde mustache and weird hair shit. Antonio Brown's one of just those weird motherfuckers. And the Steelers always do this. They always get at least that one wide receiver that they figure they can get rid of because they got another one or two. They just produce wide receivers. They did this shit also with Santa, with Santonio Holmes. They also did this shit when it came to... um. Fuck, what's his name? It's not Macklin. Oh, the other dude forgot his name. But either way, Pittsburgh is always going through fucking receivers, regardless. They've always done this shit. So where the fuck AB is going, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I know Le'Veon is favored to come to the Jets. We'll fucking see. But so far, free agency is kind of weird. I'm noticing now that it's like you don't have like any edge rushers available yet. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence from Dallas, he's been franchise tagged. Uh, Clark from Seattle with the Seahawks, he's been tagged. Clowney of the Houston's tagged. Uh, Grady Jeff from the Falcons tagged. And then finally, D4 to the Chiefs tagged. So if your team is in need, if you follow the NFL, if your team is in need of a fucking D lineman, your only options left are Dante Fowler of the Rams, motherfucking Flowers from New England, and then Ziggy Answer from the Lions. So at that point, I'm like, eh, it's a little shaky on free agency as far as for edge rushers. So. I don't know. I just really hope that the Jets just don't draft one too high at pick number three. It depends on what happens with picks number one and two because you got two of the most unstable franchises up there. I mean, you got to put the Jets up there a little bit because they're pick number three. So you got some unstableness up there in those top few picks because, I mean, at this point, you don't know what the fuck Arizona's going to do because they're still sitting there rocking with fucking Rosen, but they're starting to figure, like, look, maybe this guy's ass, okay? Maybe he's fucking ass. Maybe we just need to get a black quarterback. Who we, like, who knows? And then again, same thing in Oakland with Carr. It's like, look, I know we gave him a fucking deal. He was looking good, like, two, three years ago, but he keeps getting hurt. And again, if we just get maybe a black quarterback. So again, like, we're in this fucking sweepstakes for these, like, young black QBs and, you know, it's just amazing because I know with the draft, it's like a fucking soap opera. You know, someone is there working behind the scenes to try to get that deal to get that franchise player that's going to change the outlook of your fucking team. I just don't know what's going to happen at those first few fucking picks. We'll just have to see. But um, switching gears from football to uh, basketball. I, I, I got to ask this question again. Now, this is something definitely for the comment section. Please enlighten me because I've been watching basketball for a great deal of my life, okay? It was ass in basketball. Fucking terrible. I don't fucking play it. I really, really fucking don't. Like, my father was a fucking excellent fucking hooper. You know, one of those cats is like, yeah, we're, you know, I could have went pro. I believe him. By all the stories and everything I heard of him and what I've seen, I believe him. Definitely, definitely could have went pro. But um, being a diehard Knicks fan and all that good stuff, I know. Um... I got to ask, you know, I understand this is D Wade's coronation year. He's going out, you know, Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, um, you know, of the originally of the Miami heat, you know, I understand he's going out and he's, you know, get, he's retiring. People are calling him all like top five shooting guards of all time, blah, 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 all this other shit. I had to look up his stats cause I didn't realize that he had that great of a career, but he really did. You know, he got about, What's that about three rings? So, you know, he had a pretty good career. Like, can't fucking complain about that. Hall of Fame player. My only thing is this. When, where did the fucking, when did he get the nickname Flash? Why is he known as Flash? Like, I hate whenever a fucking athlete's retiring, we want to start making their legendary status even more known by calling them something that they clearly weren't fucking called. So, 
I'm just curious, like, when the fuck was Dwayne Wade known as fucking Flash? I don't ever remember him being fucking referred to as Flash. And again, I follow basketball. He's been in the league for like about 12, 13 years, something like it now. When in the fuck was he referred to as Flash? I don't remember that. I don't. I know LeBron has been referred to as a king. I know, um, you know, King James, all that bullshit. Um, you know, like like certain athletes have fucking nicknames or monikers or something like it. Like James Harden known as the beard, you know, like, and I get it because he's the fucking giant beard. But when the fuck was Dwayne Wade known as Flash? I, I, I'm like, I don't, I just don't recall that. Why was he known as Flash? Like, I get it, you know, his fucking, like, his, like, pull up to the fucking driving up the lane and laying it the fuck up or whatever. But it's not like he's, like, particularly fat, fast to the point where you're like, oh, dude, yeah, yeah, like, dude, like, dude, you know, that's just typical Flash. The fuck? Like, someone, someone explain that shit to me. And now we'll take a break here by our sponsors, the drink of the motherfucking day, week, the month, the year, and going forward with water. Cause I'm sorry. I, I, I had to fucking, I had to mention that cause I was just like a couple of years ago in the NFL when Peyton Manning quarterback of the Colts and then quarterback of the uh, Broncos, he retired and they were like, there he goes. The sheriff. I was like the fuck. When the fuck was Peyton Manning known as the sheriff? I'm like, what the fuck of all nicknames? Why is he known as the sheriff? For what? For what? His fucking Super Bowl record, he's 2-1, and one, okay? And then on top of that, he used to get the fuck beat out of him time and time again from fucking New England. I remember my Jets have whipped his ass a couple of times on occasion. Why is he the sheriff? Like, I understand Roethlisberger from Pittsburgh is known as fucking Big Ben, like, I get it, Ben Roethlisberger, Rapelisberger, depending on who you ask, but I get that, like, I, I get certain, like, nicknames and shit like that, but the sheriff? Fuck was Peyton Manning known as that shit? D-Wade Flash? When, when the fuck, like, and, it, and again, I get it, I get it, everyone, like, when, when a fucking, when a top player who has a lot of fame and a lot of success retires. They want to give him this coronation. That's big. You want to give him all these little like endearments and things like that. But, but, but don't, but don't just start throwing it around. Like it was just some shit like known in the commonplace. Cause I didn't fucking know Dwayne Wade's fucking nickname was flash. I'm sure a lot of people didn't know D Wade's nickname was flash. That's bullshit. The fuck out of here. Don't, don't just go throwing that around to be cool. Because that was like when in baseball, Derek Jeter retired, people called him a goat. I understand why you called him the fucking goat. Okay, he's got five fucking championship rings. Went to like six World Series. I get why you would call him the goat. But even with that, I'm just like, yeah, that was something floating around too. And I get it, granted, but there's a reason behind it. I don't know the reason behind Flash. I don't know the reason why Peyton Manning was known as Sheriff. So don't go just throwing that shit around because you want to suck him off before he fucking leaves. Like, should appreciate him when you had him. Not personally fucking good stand way because, again, Nick fan. He was always in the East whipping my team's ass. For some reason, all the players, when they go to play the Knicks in Madison Square Garden, it's like almost every player recognizes, like, dude, this is Madison Square Garden, the mecca of basketball. This is the biggest arena in front of New York City, all those fans. And guess what we're going to do? We're going to come in here, play well, so we can whip the shit out of the home team in front of the fucking fans. I'm like, that's just fucked up. Everyone comes to the garden and fucking, like, just wants to whip on the Knicks' asses. It's not cool. But... Oh, before I go ahead and close out my sports segment, this is old news, but let, let's let's talk about it. Um, I think the best bit of advice that I could ever have maybe disseminated on this podcast was to speak about a serious matter. 
um internet bullying is honestly a a serious matter that people do need to discuss and address it's not cool to do you don't know how what you say what you don't say memes all those things you know how that impacts a person but i can tell you this much for the shit to happen like a, to a motherfucker like ja rule it is the fucking funniest shit ever i think ja rule needs to be an advocate against internet bullying or just bullying in general i think that's the only way he can try to salvage this career of himself because for him to constantly have this like ego like we're still in 1999 i'm like bro it's almost 2020 no one's fucking with your music like that and guess what it's fine it happens to artists all the time it does especially in music so my thing is, dude, don't come in arrogant and cocky because you have a highlight reel of being clowned left and right. The best that you could do is own it. Think about it. Like, if we're going to speak about this shit, because this goes into media and, and more so out of sports, because I know some people are like, thank God, because he's talking about shit I have no clue about. But um, 50 Cent, you know, his thing was at one point, um, he was made fun of by another New York rapper named Cameron because 50 Cent's name is Curtis, Curtis Jackson. So the other guy was on the phone like, Curtis, Curtis, what about the money, Curtis? So he took that whole Curtis shit and literally named an album Curtis. That's the most beautiful eight mile style reversal of a fucking insult that you can do. Sometimes you got to just roll with that kind of shit. Sometimes when, when a motherfucker, you literally have to use the eight mile strategy where whatever that weakness is, you have to fucking turn that shit into a strength. So I think his PR team, the people around him and he himself need to come to a certain point and they'd be like, dude, listen, here's a serious matter. You have been being bullied for the majority of your fucking career now. Literally been bullied by the internet and by fucking 50 Cent or Curtis Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. You've been bullied, okay? You've had it to win when you've had uh, malfunctions like what happened at this uh, Bucks game, because that was my original point. Jaru was at a fucking Bucks game. Um, it was it was the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Sacramento Kings NBA game. He was supposed to do this halftime show. His fucking like the mic and the audio for the shit went out. It was supposed to be 90s night, which is which. Which just fucking sounds so terrible to already be like, it's 90s night, so we've got special hosts, uh, uh, a special performance for 90s night, Ja Rule. It's like, what the fuck? Like, dude, if I was there at that game, and as soon as I heard that, I'd be like, yo, I'm gonna go take a piss. Fuck, dude, I'll, even better, because it's Ja Rule, I'm gonna take a shit. So I can hurry up and not see this fucking performance. Like, when I when I get done shitting, I'm going to wash my hands. I'm going to get beer, probably pret uh, pretzel. I'm going to spend, like, another $20 so I don't have to hear that shit. So, literally, you know, he tried to do a performance. The shit fucked up. Then, online, of course, you know, 50 Cent clowned and made fun of him the whole fucking nine yards. He did that shit. And then what made it worse was, then, as he was performing... And, the, and like, you know, the audio and shit was coming back besides this little cringy moment of trying to interact with the car. Like, make some noise. You're like, woo. It was like, dude, don't, don't do this. But what made it worse was once everything seemed like it was going and he was going to be able to close out well, motherfuckers, the, the players start getting back on the court and started doing warm-ups. Like, they like, fuck this performance. Like, any other time if it was somebody else, they probably would have been vibing by bopping. They're like, man, listen. And he's out there hooping. I'm talking hooping, but then what does Ja Rule do? He takes it as an air of disrespect and goes on Twitter and says, yo, 
Um, yo, you know, um, what do you say? Yo, Sacramento Kings, you know, you, you, you got, you guys disrespected the God and for this, you guys are getting cursed. And that's the reason why such and such is going to leave y'all a free agency. Number one, he was speaking about the fucking wrong fucking players. Okay. As a matter of fact, wait, 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 was it the, was it the Kings? No. In fact, no, it was the Bucks against the Timberwolves. That's what it was. It was the Mal- it was the Milwaukee Bucks against the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's who it was. So he would, he was referring to the Kings as though he was speaking to the fucking Timberwolves. So now you fucked up. So now you fucked up already. You didn't fucked up because now you did a shitty performance. No one cares that you're there. And then on top of that, the players are playing on the court. Then you go to Twitter, refer to yourself as God, and then you tag the wrong team. And then when you tag the wrong team, you talk about the wrong player on the fucking team. So I'm like, dude. You got to stop taking these fucking L's. Listen, Meek Mill took a bunch of L's. And what the fuck did he do? At some point, he got out of jail because he knew the right people and the circumstances were a certain way. And he was able to get the fuck out of jail. Granted, one of his people that got him out of jail is, you know, facing some shit for a happy ending. Yeah, that's right. I can quickly transition into that because Robert Kraft, owner of New England Patriots, was uh, caught soliciting... uh, Handies at a fucking uh, day spot in Florida. But again, cool. It's Florida. I don't expect it to be any less. My whole thing was this, though. My original point. Because I just got a little quick sub-article in there. So I know I'm I'm rambling at this point. Ja Rule. You, you, you need to be an advocate for bullying, dude. Against bullying. You, you need to be an advocate against bullying, dude. And that's, that's probably the best route for you at this point. Fuck the music. You're not getting into any Steven Seagal movies. Like, just cut the shit and, like, dude, literally just be an advocate against bullying. Like, I, I think that's probably the fly shit that you could do. You could be like, listen, you know, I had a lot of detractors in my career. And they does. I'm talking, dude, 50 Cent bought out the first front rows at a fucking concert that he and that he and Ashanti did. And literally, like, if, if like, where the mic is, is, like, them on the stage, he got the rows here all bought out. And then people from here and back were able to buy tickets. That's some fucked up shit to do to a person. To literally have them to the point where you can't even fucking... Like, you literally can't even fucking really hear people at that point. So when I say the trolling is real for Ja, dude, the trolling is fucking real for Ja. So I'm just saying, Ja Rule, look, you know, again, be an advocate, bro. Like, seriously, you're, you're a living testament for like how real bullying can be. So you want to go ahead and get that shit figured out. But either way, I'm fucking Ja Rule. Let's, let, let's speak about more interesting shit. Um, going into gaming. Let's fucking get it. Um, Microsoft Game Pass is coming to Nintendo. Let me tell you why I think no one benefits out of this whole thing. The reason why I think um, nothing, like no one literally benefits out of this whole situation is because, number one... If Microsoft Game Pass is coming to Nintendo, why would you buy a, uh, an Xbox now? Think about it. Like, like, I, like, and I want, I want to be, I want to be serious to the point because I know, again, I'm someone who you know is always on PlayStation, so I'm a PlayStation fanboy and all that shit. But think about it. If Microsoft Pass or Microsoft-based games are, are actually coming to Nintendo, why would you buy a fucking Xbox? Because if I had to choose of the two, 
I'm going to go the Nintendo route because I'm like, hey, they have Mario Party. They have Mario Kart. They have Splatoon. They have Pokemon, which we'll be getting to. They have all these games. And then plus, now I get to play Gears, Halo. Why the fuck would you have an Xbox? And why would Xbox even do that to themselves? But I think I know why. I think what's going to happen is, depending on how this next Xbox fares... This will probably, and how they fare with the exclusives, this may possibly be the last iteration of them having them moving from hardware going into software, because I think they don't, I I think they don't want to go the way of Sega per se, where Sega was just like, you know, they tried to have the Dreamcast, you know, after having many different consoles, you know, previously over the years, but for them, at some point, they then got out of that and then started doing software for games. Not granted, Sega games aren't necessarily the best, but even still, I think it's just more indicative of maybe what the future lies ahead of them. Because my thing is this: if if they're thinking that's a power move against Sony, you got another thing coming. Sony's got too many fucking exclusives. They've got too many deals with independent studios that have been backing them up over the years. So. I just don't know if Microsoft's really going to be able to do it. I know people are like, oh, well, live is a better experience than PSN. But it, is it, though? In almost 2020, what are the fucking prevailing differences? Oh, well, I get to go into a little movie theater and watch Netflix with my friends. Dude, I watch Netflix with my friends and PSN and a party chat. Party chat with my boys watching, like, Peaky Blinders or some shit. So I'm just like, the fuck? Like, no, no, no. I just don't think that was a smart move for Microsoft. And again, I think it's more indicative that they probably realize that the way of the consoles are starting to near that peak. Because at some point, you have to think about it. When you get this next Xbox, when you get this next PS5, what the fuck is going to be the console after that? Because at that point, you're damn near looking at at like computer gaming. When you think about it, we're probably going to be moving from solid disc to just all digital. And then from there, even that's going to fuck some people who don't have high-speed internet in, like, the areas where they live. But still, you're, you're literally talking about, like, like, like what is, like, I always feel like whenever you make a major step, you always want to then at least begin to think what comes after it. So I think for them, they've already considered that as a possibility. I don't know. We'll have to see. It's all speculation. But speculation says that this next Xbox could be the last. And I'm not saying the next PlayStation couldn't be the last either. It could. It really could. I think whatever the next consoles are going to have to be, they're going to have to, A, cater to the original consoles before them, B, also be able to be mobile. Because I think, believe it or not, because, you know, you've got wireless networks getting better and better every day, you know, 5G implementation is coming to the U.S. soon and all that sort of stuff. I think you'll see a rise in mobile gaming a lot more now because now people have more access to um, higher speeds. Like for me, where I'm at, Oh, I got gigabit files, baby. Up and down gigabit fucking files. So I be surfing out here. But um, other than that, yeah, I you know I I honestly think you know as far as for whatever Microsoft's next moves, I don't know. We'll see. You know, it, it's it's yet to be determined. But if we're gonna speak about Nintendo, Pokemon Sword and Shield, I'm old. <laughs> like when I say I'm old. I'm old to the point where I'm like, look, dude, like these are the Pokemon games I always imagined and imagined and dream of, but you got too many fucking Pokemon now. Like what what number are we on now? Are we 
are we at least at about 700? Because if we're at 700, collecting 700 is some shit. That's a lot. That's a whole fucking lot. And it's especially a lot, a lot when Pokemon has always done it to where you can't just get it on this one thing. You got to get it on this thing and on this thing. So you got sword and shield. Now, again, I'm just going to scratch the surface of someone who does, who you're, you're talking or you're listening to someone better yet who hasn't fucking played Pokemon since I want to say silver version, silver, gold, and crystal. And I didn't even really like crystal. So just silver and gold. So you can't really take my word for knowing a lot about this shit. I just glanced, looked, and was just like, oh, okay, this ought to be interesting to mention because I know all of my Pokemon and Nintendo Switch followers will go ahead and, you know, be able to incite me because again, inform me because for me i'm just looking to incite a bunch of conversation going like i don't want this podcast to just be like oh well he's just dictating the shit that's going on in his mind and his world to us no i want us to have exchanges i don't fucking know it all but i am if i mention it it is it is at least something i deem interesting or curious to talk about so pokemon sword and shield why is it called sword and shield you let me know I just know I looked at the world, saw the shit coming to it, saw the possibility of like features like customizing Pokemon that wear clothes and all these other different abilities and shit. I was like, all right, dude, this is some interesting shit. I mean, again, I won't get it because, again, I'm I'm way too uninitiated to the current stages of Pokemon. I feel like it's one of those things. It's almost like, you know, like like it's almost like with like certain like anime, like like Naruto. I fell out of Naruto before the great ninja war happened. Like I was still in the early phases of it before my favorite character, Gara was a Kaze Kage. So, you know, I'm constantly, Oh, hold on. Ugh, fucking terrible. Ugh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, you know, I'm constantly looking at it from the, from the standpoint of like, you know, um, what, what, like, how many fucking Pokemon are we going to do? Are we going to have like a thousand? I think they need just, I, that's probably what they should do. Call it a cool thousand, and then from there, run it. Just run it. Because at this point, I'm like, dude, Pokemon is, like, literally entering, like, three generations now. Like, it really is. Like, I I was in it as a kid. I'm an adult. I know adult people who have fucking kids. I I know people my age who have kids that are old enough to play Pokemon. So I'm literally at the point where I'm like, yo... This shit is literally spanning into damn near three generations. I mean, at this point, probably will. It's got two down on the fucking on lock. So and we'll see. All I'm going to say is this. You watch out for that little motherfucker named Score Bunny. Okay. Score like Score Bunny. I think that's in, that, that's the motherfucker's name. Is it Score Bunny? Yeah, I think it is Score Bunny. Yeah. The fire type. All right. Cute now. That little motherfucker is not going to be so cute when it get when it fucking evolves. It's going to become something that's going to literally fucking be terrifying to look at and it's going to scorch the earth wherever it fucking hip hops the fuck around. So yeah, Score Bunny is that motherfucker. That's another thing. Whenever I pick Pokémon, I would always choose between either the fire or the fucking like water type. Grass type was always like eh, eh. eh. you got too many weaknesses. You're weak to fire, you're weak to flying, you're weak to like psychic. Something no. But yeah, it's enough fucking Pokemon talk, especially since I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But what I do know what I'm talking about, um, Trials Rising, the latest um, edition of Trials, the series uh, made by um, Ubisoft, the uh, BMX biking game. I got it. I've played a little bit of it so far. 
the the controls seem really intuitive. Um, it's it's a it's a shit fest. I want to say it's a shit fest. It's it's a good game. It's just a shit fest because um the game, as you know, if you don't know, you're pretty much right. It's a BMX game where you're like going up these crazy ramps and these like maps and shit, and you're trying to balance your bike. Now, granted, you can do flips and spins and stuff. The whole challenge is to get through the obstacle course without crashing and fucking up on the bike. So. It's literally like a, a shit show for me because I'm just in here screaming at the top of my lungs because I'm like shifting, I'm I'm gassing too hard or breaking too fucking soon or I try to do a fucking flip and land on my spine. So you know it's just weird shit like that. But I'll go more into that in the um and the second episode coming up this uh, week. But um what I did want to speak upon because I noticed it was a little quiet, but one of my favorite games, Overwatch. The hero finally fucking dropped. Now, I said they should have done that shit in the middle of the fucking event last month, the Lunar New Year event. That's when they should have done it. They waited towards the like the absolute end of the event and once it was done to then unveil that we got hero number 30, a support named Baptiste. Now, let me also clear something up as well for the people out there because um, it's going to get deep. So I'm going to try to go ahead and be brief. It is Baptiste. Not Bat, not not ba, uh, Baptiste, or whatever the fuck it is. Okay, Jean Baptiste. It is a character that's again a former talent. So he's a former like bad guy turned into a good guy. So it's the whole like Finn from Star Wars: The Force Awakens. He was working for like the bad guys, but then but then like you know then defected from them and was like fuck that. I want to be a good guy, hero. So he's support. So he's a healer. You know he's got a he's got a fucking rifle with a uh, grenade launcher attachment, three rounds burst it's pretty dope he looks like he's gonna fit really dope into the lore he's already fucking broken like already overpowered it looks like he's already the best healer in the game before even coming out so that's already interesting but 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 let me tell you what i'm disappointed about i noticed with especially a lot of these like other like nerd circles like blurred circles black nerds for the uninitiated you know a lot of them actually enough are actually girls which is dope it's super dope what I don't get is why anytime anything is like for like the fellas or like the guys, they're like deadly silent about it. But yet, but yet when it's anything with a girl, they're in there. Like, for example, Apex has come out, which, by the way, Apex has been out a month and already has a quarter of the fucking player base that fucking Fortnite has had. Now, mind you, Fortnite's been out for like two years, something like it. Yeah. Fucking Apex has been out a month and has 50 million fucking players active. It's coming. It's got the crown, bitches. It's got the crown. Apex is where the fuck it's at. I love it. But my point being, Apex came out. It's got two black female characters. You got Bangalore, who's like African-American. And you have um, the fucking medic of Lifeline, I think her name is. And she's clearly Jamaican. I was like, whoa. I was like, fucking, she's that. So make us out of like fucking character and shit. Where one of my fucking homies was like, oh yeah, she's like totally Bolivian or something. I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? That is the thickest Jamaican accent I've heard. And she a nurse. Come on, man. It writes itself. But no, um, the thing that had me fucked up was I saw a bunch of people celebrating like, whoa, we in there. Look, we got two of us in there. We motherfucking in there. I'm like, all right, dope. That's dope. They are in there. Cool, cool, cool. Now Baptiste comes out. I don't hear no hype. You, you got another black character in a, in a very popular fucking game right now. 
I don't hear no celebrations. And I get it. Some people are like, oh, but it's different because they're females. But it still needs to be that same way across the board. A, unif- a unified fucking front, baby. Come on. You got you to gotta keep it tight. Come on. I, I'm literally looking at it. This fucking watch came off of... Anyway, I'm just looking at it from a unified front. Like, listen, if you're going to celebrate for Bangalore and Lifeline on Apex... You should be celebrating fucking Baptiste for fucking Overwatch. Number one, again, another black character, Haitian character, so sac passe to all my people out there. Um, you know, all, all my folks from Age Rock, you know, the Haitian community. But um, I'm just looking at it like that's something to fucking celebrate. And why? He's not a fucking stereotype. So let me break down the science for you. In Overwatch, you have two other fucking black characters. You don't have any black female characters. I'm going to call that now. The only brown female characters you have on there right now are fucking Sombra, who's who's technically fucking, who's Mexican, and Symmetra, who's Indian. So those are the only brown female characters. And fucking um, Effie was a little black scientist chick who made Orissa the, um, the tank robot and shit. So yeah, no black female characters. But the black male characters you have is fucking Doomfist. The game's main antagonist, the head of fucking talent and shit, who broke out of fucking jail and is the bad guy. Has the whole, like, like you know, conflict, African warlord stereotype going for him. I'm going to make you bunch drunk. You know, it's like, sit down or I will feed you to my children. I'm like, he's got that whole shit going on with him. And then... The flip side is, then you get the mainstay character who's been there since day one, Lucio, who's the Afro-Brazilian DJ. He's the fucking DJ with the fucking locks. You know, he, again, he DJs, listens to music, he dances, you know, has the, whoa, yeah, you know what time it is. Such a fucking, like, 90s caricature of a fucking character and shit. And, I mean, oh, and he plays football. So I'm just like, come on, dude. Like, for once, we got another fucking black, we got another black fucking character to maybe be able to, like, feel good about that representation is there, you know? So my thing is, where, where, where's the hype blurred, like, female blur community? Baptiste is out. That's all oh, he's gonna be out. That should be some live shit. Again, I celebrated Bangalore. I celebrated Lifeline. You need to fucking celebrate motherfucking Baptiste, okay? And I don't know if we should celebrate Mirage, because I swear to God, Mirage looks like Odell. I don't fucking know. Mirage looked like maybe he, like, I don't know, like, you know, he, like, he on some Jadena, like, mix type shit. I don't fucking know what to say about Mirage, okay? He bamboozles the fuck out of me with whatever the fuck he is. But either way, all I know is it's a hell of a fucking time right now to be a nerd. Point blank and motherfucking simple. So, I think that wraps at least um, episode one so far for the fucking, um, for the week. I mean, you know, it feels pretty good. You know, I'm um, trying to think if I, if I, like, missed out on anything. Oh, yeah, as a matter of fact, I did. Let me go ahead and fucking drop this now before we close out the whole motherfucking episode. So, uh, shout out to my boy Sterling right now, speaking of gaming. Nice way to go ahead and bring us out. He's currently running the 2K tournament known as Breadwinners. The grand prize is $150. Spots are still available to the end of this particular week. But it is a group of players, so... Just wanted to go ahead and shout that out. If you want more information on that, please go ahead and message me. So still doing eliminations right now. Still bracketing and all of that. Breadwinners, look it up on Facebook. You want more information? Give me a holler. But um, other than that, I think that just about sums that up for the week. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Because the second episode, I think you guys are going to love it. I know I am. So... 
Otherwise, I am your host, Imani Wilson, and this has been yet another bombastic podcast. We out. Peace.